Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning. This is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me at GYN Corner today. This is the grand finale, the grand finale, the conclusion of uh, how can I find out if I got the genital warts uh, infection from my significant other. So basically I've given on the last two presentations, I've given information about how I've had a, a few, about three women in the last month come in saying that their significant other was told he had genital warts and asking me if I could check them out to see what the story is for them if they have the virus. So genital warts, venereal warts, condylomata or condyloma cuminatum, all the same thing. Um, is a sexually transmitted infection that causes warty or um, gross or bumps of the genital region. I mentioned last time that every blue moon someone will have a genital wart that's not actually on the genitals. That's a self-inoculation where they've scratched that area, scratched a different area and did it quickly enough where the virus is still active, alive, and they were able to transfer it by producing microscopic cuts in the skin where they transfer the growth, the virus that causes the growth. So a uh, majority of people who get exposed or infected with HPV or human papillomavirus do not evidence growth because their immune system is able to block the viral activity to the point where it may be active. They could potentially pass the infection on, but they wouldn't have a growth or a warty presentation. So, as I mentioned previously, there are over 180 strains of HPV. 11 of them have been identified as most likely causing genital warts if someone has uh, symptoms from the viral infection. And the vaccine, the Gardasil vaccine, is um, a vaccine that attempts to decrease infection with HPV. It covers two of those 11 growths. It covers HPV 6 and HPV 11 if someone responds adequately and appropriately and um, continues to have coverage from it. So if someone comes in with HPV uh, questions or that their significant other has a, a wart or a growth, uh, the first thing I tell them is they're correct. It is a sexual infection. It's from HPV and it's from sexual contact or body fluids that have the virus in a, their um, sexual area. But the problem is we do not have a culture and we do not have a blood test for HPV. Now, years ago, we did have a culture for HPV. About 15 years ago or so, maybe 10 to 15 years ago, we had an HPV culture. So when women came in with that question, I would say um, you don't have any evidence of warts, so there's nothing to do, but I can take this. It was a brush type of swab, look like a large um, pipe cleaner type of thing or a bottle cleaner, but it was about mm, the size of three Q-tip swabs put together, so brush. And I'd say I can take this brush and do a curiosity swab. So the curiosity swab is to see if you happen to be shedding viral activity because you were infected, it will pick it up and 
but the catch is if you have the infection but the virus is dormant it's hibernating it's inactive right now it's sleeping the culture will not pick it up so the culture was only believable if it was positive for infection if it was negative for infection it was not believable so and of course like 99.9 percent .9 of the time they would say yeah i want the culture done so we do the culture um that culture got taken off of the market and it was not because of problems with the testing it was really because um the insurance plans did not want to pay for that culture and it medically it was not medically necessary realistically if someone has the hpv infection that causes warts because they've been uh, sexually active with someone who's had warts or has warts at the time and they get the infection it really doesn't matter that they have the infection it doesn't cause any medical issues it's not life-threatening and if they don't have the symptoms which are warts there's nothing to do so just blindly knowing random information that this person has the virus and it's doing absolutely nothing is not a medical necessity so it was taken off the market it's not available anymore Whew, probably yeah it feels like maybe at least a good maybe five to six years ago so now when people come in i tell them we don't have a test to see if you have the virus with the pap smear we can run or we can request that the lab run cultures for high risk strains of high risk strains of HPV, which predominantly cause precancer cancer of the cervix vaginal vault, but not for genital warts. So there is not a test to do. There's nothing to do except to eyeball the area and to look really closely and see if she actually has any warty growths. If she does, then I will always recommend that she either just watch it see if it goes away on its own because they sometimes will if you take supplements to strengthen your immune system and I have a previous presentation I've done I did um, maybe a year or so ago I can post another one soon um, take supplements to strengthen the immune system and just watch it over six to eight weeks see if it goes away on its own or if it's bothering her or she sees it's getting larger, just come in for what we call an excisional biopsy, which means I just snip off the entire growth or any additional growths that are there or unusual looking and I send them to the lab and they tell us it's either is or is not a wart. So that's very easy. So I hope that's been helpful information. If you've been told your significant other has genital warts or recently had them or potentially could have them and you're questioning what to do for yourself the only thing to do is to see if you have a growth if you don't have a growth there's nothing to do if you do then you want to come in and have it checked out if you're in the New York tri-state area you can always come by the office um, Midtown Gynecology is the office. I'll be happy to see you, especially YouTube viewers. I, it's nice to see the YouTube viewers. I've had a, a handful of patients who have uh, found me on YouTube. Um, 
and have come into the office specifically because of presentations that I've given. Uh, I had one patient who was out of the country, so we did a, a virtual consult. So it's fun to see the YouTube viewers. Thanks for joining me on Facebook, YouTube, and the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, all the usual haunts. If you enjoy the content, hit the like, subscribe, and follow buttons, and leave comments and suggestions or questions that you'd like to have answered. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. All things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.